Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The only place in town to hear the hypothetical button game is on the drive with Carrington Harrison. Airline, sometimes I question whether or not we're free, which it doesn't make any sense to me because all I've ever really done is show you love. What you mean? I just gave you gifts. That's what I was going to say. But you know what? You came in and you said, hey, I got you something. And you gave me a nice cotton bowl Party pack. Yeah, a little Cotton Bowl Fairy story. Yeah. Stop by. You know what? This is the first time I felt like you're my friend ever. <laughs> well, I didn't see you after the game, so I figured, you know the what? The first time. So, thank you. I'm, uh, you gave me some Missouri-Ohio State cookies, a nice little like, cut, little, little, little backpack, little pins and notepads. Thank you, man. This was a very thoughtful gift. Maybe you'll remember to talk about the Tigers on this show. We're about to, we can, you know, <laughs> we can start talking about them right now. I think Cody Schrader now has to be in the same pantheon of like, you know, like growing up, I'm a little bit older than you. Okay. Chase little, Daniel little was, one of my, it was one of my favorite athletes of all time. Just why I like college football is because of Chase Daniel in that 2017. The first college road trip I ever took was to watch the 2007 Missouri Tigers. I went to like four of their games that year. Like I love that. Like my favorite team that we've ever had. Yeah. I think Cody Schrader is now on that level. He's not on the Chase Daniel because Chase Daniel was just, he was the quarterback, quarterback Heisman finalist. Uh, yes. 
I don't know what makes him different than like Chase Kaufman. What makes him different than Martin Rucker? What makes him different than Henry Josie? The all-time great Tigers that you love. uh, Cody Schrader is on that same level. I can't believe they robbed him for the offensive MVP. I texted you that the the next day after after everything had settled, confetti is gone, and, you know, the emotions of the moment, what a crap the first three quarters it was. Like, I could not believe that the MVP voters of that Cotton Bowl game, whoever they are, whoever you may be, if you're listening right now, how could you rob Cody Schrader the whole season and the kind of turnaround? And we talk about this being a data point and the escalator year for Eli Drinkowitz, like the way that he has changed the culture at Mizzou, a lot of a huge part of it is Cody Schrader. And in the final moments of that game on the back of these two 90 yard touchdown drives that kind of separate them from Ohio State, the, the largely Missouri crowd is chanting for Cody. They're not chanting for Brady. And it was, I just thought it was I thought it was his moment and kind of a perfect cap for his season. It just feels like a sour taste he didn't get there. I'll make the Brady-Cook argument for the game. I actually think they should have split. I think it was both of them. The touchdown pass from Brady-Cook to Luther Burden Special. is maybe the best play that he has made in his time yeah. as Missouri. The scrambling kind of kept them alive early in games. On third down, it felt like, other than Cody Schrader, that was really the only offense that they had. I thought the pass that he had to Johnson in the third quarter really opened smart. things up for it's Missouri, smart. and you felt like, yeah. all right, this is the first big play that you guys have had in the passing game, and you felt like you had a little bit of momentum that sort of built, that sort of built off of that moment. So I, if they had given it to Cody Schrader, I certainly wouldn't have fought it. I mean, he had 29 carries for 120 yards. He matched yards him in total yards. Touchdown. He was incredible in the game. I don't have a problem with them giving it to Brady Cook, though. Yeah, and the scrambling to me, and people are going to say it was a bad game for Cook, it reminds me where Missouri can take that next step next year. When you're looking at who's coming in and where they can go from this 11-win Cotton Bowl championship year, like it's the offensive line to me. Like you're bringing in a Caden Green. You're bringing in your guys who were from the KC area like a Logan Riker. Like they're taking the next step. You You see what Brady Cook looks like when he sped up a little bit and Sawyer for Ohio state absolutely wrecked that game in the trenches. I don't know how much of the scrambling and maybe you've looked at the actual game tape a little bit harder, but I don't know how much of the scrambling was Brady reverting to maybe versions we had seen of him in the past, but I felt like on those drives, especially it was, it was seven who was setting the tone. He was getting, he was going from getting two and three yards of carry to getting five and six yards of carry and help kind of get your offense home. You and I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago and that's to me where, like, if Missouri is going to consistently compete in an SEC that's going to get far more difficult, right? You're adding Texas, you're adding Oklahoma, you're getting rid of East and West. It's just going to be more difficult moving forward. It has to start in the trenches. Yeah. The most impressive thing, I think, for Missouri over the last couple of years is they've actually matched up pretty decently against Georgia in those scenarios, which has been why the games have been close. Yeah. I do agree with you that that was one of the things, like, as you were sitting there, hey, what makes this still Ohio State? Sure, they didn't have the quarterback. They didn't have the wide receiver. They didn't have some of the skill position players. Yeah. Sawyer was a dog. Absolutely. <laughs> like, he looked like Max Crosby. Yeah, absolutely. He was a dog that you just start to realize at this level of competition. Once you get to, like, all right, elite college football, are you how good are you on the offensive line? How good are you on the defensive line? And if you got those two things figured out, you obviously can compete at a really high level. Missouri's never had a problem with skill position players or corners or those yeah. kind of guys. It's always been offensive line and defensive line, and you feel like they're closing that gap a little bit. We heard that from Dion a lot this year, right? Like, hey, I, 
I got my Louis bags and my quarterback and that kind of thing, but you know, my offensive line play has to improve and you win in the trenches at this level. Now the expectations change. Drinkowitz, we've seen you do it. We've seen you get to the Cotton Bowl. We've seen you win these games. Now can you have the expectation of winning and continue to jump to the next level with the talent now that's coming in, with the NIL and everything that's been surrounding you, with the updated facilities? We've given you the indoor practice facility. And, like, now the expectation is college football playoff. Where do they go from here? Coming up in a little bit, I do want to get your thoughts and opinions on the Chiefs' is- I mean, their season is over. Like, I know they have another regular season game. <laughs> wait, their season's over. Wait a no, I, I mean, yeah, but when I'm driving in, you're talking about the, how they won the Super Bowl no, and saying, playing Marty I'm, Ball. I'm saying their their regular season is over. Like, this is now the playoffs uh, to me. We have a it's bye incentive week. season right no, now. We have a bye week, and then next week, you know, we'll find out on Sunday who they play. So that's what I mean. I mean, their regular season is over. Let me let me clean it up Jeez. for you. I did not mean they're done because I'm gonna pick them in the wild card. Uh, ran unless they play Buffalo, and I, I will probably pick Buffalo hmm. to win that game. Who do you have winning the national championship? We got two great games yesterday, two mm. phenomenal games. Absolutely. Who do you have winning it? I take Michigan. I don't. I don't know why exactly. Maybe guttier, grittier, been through more adversity this year. If you consider the suspension that Harbaugh first had, and the second round suspension, and the ups and downs, and the comeback, I, it really worried me how loose and lackadaisical Washington was up 13. They're throwing flea flickers and acting like the game is over. Like it sucks that an injury also gave Texas an opportunity because that game also should have been over the clock managing the situation. Look, Penix looks like the guy. I don't understand how we're not rating him as QB one of one coming out because he looked like a man amongst boys last night. He looked like he could be a future saint potentially playing in the Superdome. I trust Michigan on the bigger stage. They've been in this situation before. I, I, I'll go them as much as it hurts to say. I'm picking Washington because of Ooh. what you just said about Penix. I thought he was incredible. Absolutely. Yesterday. Full was control. was incredible. I just don't want to bet against that guy. All season, I feel like we have told Washington, oh, Texas is better than you. Oh, Oregon's better than you. Like, every, like as dominant, as impressive as Oregon was this season. And Oregon might be one of the four best teams in the country. Hmm. But they just had to play Washington twice. And Washington beat them both times. I don't think I can go against Washington in this game with how good Michael Penix is. I really don't think that I can. And Michigan, I, I tweeted this out right when it happened. Normally in these spots, Alabama seems bigger than their opposition, faster than their opposition, and just more talent, deeper. I got the feeling in the first quarter, I was like, I don't think Alabama's punch can knock Michigan out. You know, I, I used to feel like in these spots, big-time SEC school, big-time Big Ten school, you could really see the gap in yeah. athletes. I didn't see much of a gap yesterday between those two teams. It was obviously close. Alabama could have won that game. Michigan obviously could have won that game. It was a it was a instant classic, two heavyweights standing in the middle of the ring. It's something about Washington. I, I'm just... I'm done picking against them. I'm I'm ready to be on their side. Are you going to see that big gap anymore in in this day and age of, of college football with the transfer portal, with NIL, with the extra COVID year that we're almost out of? Like, are you going to see a team that's gone undefeated through a Power Five schedule look like they don't belong in a way that TCU like that was an outlier? I don't I don't think we're going to get in this new era of the 12 team, like we're going to get that in a national championship game again. I would side with you on yes. Let me see once we cycle these COVID years out. Mm. Like, let me just see, because that obviously changes things. Like some teams are more veteran. 
Oregon's quarterback was your age. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oregon's quarterback. A lot of these quarterbacks. I mean, Penix is, what, 24, 25? Oregon's quarterback played against Justin Herbert in college. So let me just see. Let's see this 12-team playoff. Let's see how it works in the wild. But there, there is no – I saw a stat. It was the first eight years of the postseason and then the last two yeah. years of it. Much more competitive games. And how the gap yeah. is closed. Like, oh, what, what's happened? Well, there's been a major change in college football over the last two years that has leveled out the playing field where the talent isn't centralized in three or four places. There was a stat from rivals that this was the first year ever on rivals that all of all the top 10 players, each of them went to a different school. Hmm. We're used to Alabama getting Getting three three of those kids, you know, Miami gets two, Georgia gets gets two of them, but Hey, you know, Nebraska got one of them. Missouri got one of them. Rutgers got one yeah. of them. Alabama, you know. So if you're going to have the talent dispersed the way that it is, it's going to close the gap to some extent. I mean, we still have Washington and Michigan in the national championship, two perennial powers, yeah. but it's certainly going to open the door. I saw you on X last night fending off the Georgia herd. feels like there was like 12 or 13 four best teams or four versions of the best teams available, like people still stumping for Georgia and some of these other equations, like it feels like this would have been the perfect situation to just start the 12 team this year. But... At least six. Like now, now looking back and maybe you could argue Ohio state, mm. like going back in it. Really? I mean, a, a healthy Ohio state. I mean, if your only loss is on the road at Michigan, that's your only loss this season. You certainly have an argument of being one of the four best teams. Georgia's only loss no, was in a neutral side. That's Alabama. what I was going to say. My argument against Georgia is a very simple one. If you want an expanded playoffs, which everybody wants, hey, let's make it more fair, let's add more teams, then explain to me how Georgia didn't just lose a playoff game. They played another team, the winner advanced, and the loser was eliminated. That sounds like the playoffs to me. Like, everybody keeps – 12 teams, let's make it more fair. Everybody knew going into the SEC championship game what the stakes were, right? Absolutely. Alabama knew, Georgia knew. It was in the Georgia Dome. You lost. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you don't get a second chance. Mercedes-Benz. My bad. Called now. It was the old. That was the old. The Georgia. Dumb. You're aging yourself. That's what Ludacris said back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> That's what Ludacris said. But you lost. I'm sorry. The only team I feel bad for in that sense is Florida State. I don't feel bad for, I don't feel bad for Oregon. You had a playoff game. You knew. You played Washington in a neutral site. If you win, you advance. If you lose, you're eliminated. That's a playoff. I'm sorry. You lost. The extra wrinkle of, in the 12-team era, some of those games being on campuses, too. Like, that really adds something to this time of year. Like, the neutral site thing is cool, and the long layoff also impacts the games. And Because and, I'm thinking, like, in the case of the Cotton Bowl, like, Missouri looked like a team that had not played an organized game in a month. Like, they, they tried to practice. They tried to simulate things. But they looked rusty compared to how they – ended the season in Arkansas, like blasted them. Like, I wonder how in this new era, new teams, games on campuses, like maybe the results do change a little bit. Maybe maybe we, the stat, like you were saying, maybe the first iteration or two of the 12 team is a little wonky and then it settles out. What was it like to be at Arrowhead on Sunday? Hmm. I feel like you, I'm I'm, I'm, going to give you credit here. Finally. You know, let me start. Finally. No one gets the shots you get of Taylor Swift. That's like become your thing. You've been on the Taylor Swift beat 
<laughs> you know what I mean? That was my first time. Uno. That was my first time getting a Taylor I'm telling Swift you, shot. the first person that I saw tweet that she was at the game the first Like, I knew about it, but I just didn't tweet. It's not really my lane. So the Bears game, I knew about it, but I'm just like, I'm not physically there. I'm yeah. not, you know what I mean? Yeah. You were the first person I saw tweet that she was at the game for the Bears game. So that was Taylor <laughs> Swift day at the K. You were at that one. And then the first person that I saw with the video of her at Lambeau was you. I didn't have any video. You had the, or I thought you tweeted or something. Now I'm giving you credit. Now I'm trying to give you credit. You don't want the credit. Which one is it? This was my first time. It was the last game. And, you know, I think that there has been a little bit. I'm not going to say people have calmed down or they're over it. Like, there is still some of an excitement around her being around the team. I just expect her to be there at this point. Yeah, now she's like, she's part of the crew. She's part of the kingdom. She's cheering on third down. Like, she's part of the gang now. But, yeah. I, you know, I wanted to get the little engagement up. I'm not C. Harrison yet, so I still need to get a couple clips. Did she, here, did she say hi to you? Did she say she said Happy New Year? To no, you. her and her security guard said stay against the wall or somebody got blasted. <laughs> they told you to stay against the <laughs> <Yeah>. wall. <laughs> <laughs> you unhand her. That's what it was. It wasn't even. Don't make a, a sudden don't move. Don't even move. We don't even move. They would have ended you right then and there. That would have been the end of my journalism. They would have broke your arm. <laughs> you imagine you take a step forward, karate size. Wop wop. Hit you two with two square ones right in the head. Boom, boom. This still feels like a rivalry, though. It, it like, Oh, it doesn't still feel like a rivalry. It is a rivalry. Come on, man. I mean, like, what, what we thought this game was going to be oh, coming into there. the year. Like, it was a 9-6 and six Chiefs team versus a Bengals team. No, I, I Their don't. backup quarterback. We don't know if Jamar Chase is going to play. We don't know if LeJarrius needs to We thought gonna it was going to have way more juice. But once they started playing, it became apparent. These two teams do not like each other. That's what I want more of the NFL to feel like. I'm sure, you know, hey, after the game is over, we'll shake hands. I'm sure they're trading jerseys and, and doing did you all that. See what Sneed and Jamar Chase do not like each other. You saw what Kelsey got caught on camera saying to Joe Burrow kind of in the pile after, like, hey, the injury ripped our soul out and, you know, the game needs you type of thing. Like, there is there yeah, is a shared respect here amongst these two teams who will continue to see each other down the road. And I think that was palpable in the stands at Arrowhead, like, the fans know that the Bengals are a team that they're going to have to see again at some point with a healthy team. Like this is a, this is two AFC heavyweights that kind of like Buffalo. You're saying, I don't want to see them again. I don't want to see Josh. Allen. You never know what's going to happen, especially with how Kansas city's offense was been. And considering how the game played out itself, I don't think there's any solace knowing that Kansas city is fixed or they're going to make a run. Like Harrison Bucker saved him. Like Patrick Mahomes said, this is, I guess my argument for why college and pro rivalries are so different. Like, college rivalries are forever. Like, mm-hmm. Alabama and Auburn are rivals. Yeah. I don't care if Alabama's the best team or the worst team. College rivalries are forever. Missouri and Kansas are not in the same conference anymore. They are still the team that I dislike the most. Pro rivalries change. Like, I was watching something a couple of days ago, and it was talking about the Ravens and Titans. You might have been in elementary school when this happened. But this it was talking about, yeah. Yeah, it was talking like the great rivalry between, like, Steve McNair and Ray Lewis. <laughs> and it was like, that was the it rivalry in the National Football League. You remember Seahawks and 49ers, maybe more your speed, where Russell Wilson and Colin yeah. Kaepernick. This is one of those kind of rivalries. I don't know how long it's going to be. Maybe it goes on for a decade, mm. and it's like Brady or Manning. Or maybe it's just four years of, God, that was fun. But it's obvious who the Chiefs rivalry is. They don't get that chippy against the Raiders. They don't get that chippy against Buffalo. It was constantly breaking up skirmishes and back and <laughs> forth and Burrowhead. I love that these two teams don't like each other. They actually play Cincinnati again next year. Yeah, and I'm sure the TV networks would fight all over it. I wonder if Chris Jones is no longer a Chief. Do we see some of those? Like, 
does, does the rivalry live in the jerseys and the helmets or does it live inside the players? Like if Chris Jones is somewhere else, if LeJarrius Sneed is somewhere else, like does it still have that same chippiness and that same feel of somebody else's uh, is, isn't that a rivalry next year? I assume that's beef. You just inherit, you know, they you t- just, you when just you just come in, they sit you, you down. Inherit beef, you know what I mean? <laughs> like you just inherit the beef. We don't like them. That's how I want it to be. I want it to remain that way. I want it to stay that way. I love it. It was a hell of a weekend. Oof, Do you goodness. agree with what we were talking about at the very beginning when you were driving in? Uh, this is what Nate Taylor said, for those of you that missed it. For the Chiefs, again, uh, as I wrote in The Athletic, the second half was about them playing their best version of Marty Ball. Yep. Hand the ball off, check that thing down, maybe get an explosive player to let the defense continue to make uh, you know, counter-punching plays. And, you know, if you got to take the three, take the three because the defense is doing its job and you can rely on the defense and that's the unit you can trust the most. Are you on this way of thinking? I mean, my message to the Chiefs is simple. Run the ball, control the line of scrimmage, limit mistakes, play good defense. That's it. That, that's all I want them to do. Like, it seems so obvious to me. Like, someone on the text line, stop acting like Nate Taylor cracked the code. We've been knew this. That's fine. <laughs> Do the Chiefs know this? Because that's what matters. I don't care if I know this. I've been saying for months, hey, stop playing so many wide receivers. They just figured this out two days ago. Hey, maybe we're playing too many guys. We need to get – they just figured it out. It took them 10 weeks to figure out, hey, this Rice guy that we got, maybe we should Solid. give him the ball more. He's so, like, we can say, hey, stop acting like this. It doesn't matter if I know it. doesn't matter if you know that Rob know it. All of Kansas City. It, it only matters if Andy Reid and Matt Nagy know it. But like Rob said, th- you're asking Andy Reid to change who he is from a psychological well, standpoint, well, from like his, like his approach to the game. Then they lose. And Kansas City, from a running perspective, from a running attack, they're not a team that has a creative run game. They're not... They're not getting Isaiah Pacheco the ball and options in ways that other teams haven't seen before. Like, this is you a got very... Two to, you got two weeks. I don't know if you got to get Andy also... Reid, the 1941 Army midshipman. I don't know what you need to do. The Black Knights. I don't know what team you need. To, I don't know what you need to do. But I'm saying is, if if they have the mentality that you have, then they're losing. It's that simple to me. Well, we knew that. Okay, well... I'm trying to I'm trying to give you a pathway so they can win, and it is accepting what they are. And there's nothing wrong with accepting with what you are. There's nothing wrong with that. You can you can teams have gone to the Super Bowl doing it that way. It's not like I'm saying something's like, oh well, who's ever done that before? A lot of teams. Their running backs are just not healthy right now either. You got two weeks to get them healthy. At in December, Isaiah in January, Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco should not get a, a carry in this next game. This is a La Michael P. Ryan. Go out there, son. LaMichael Piran. They still got Derek Gore. They still got Charkandrick West. I'm telling you, Isaiah Pacheco, I'm not even letting you get a helmet. Isaiah Pacheco, (laughs) I want you to go to L.A. You know what? We got you courtside tickets to go watch the Clippers. I want you to go see Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. I want you to enjoy your – I don't even want you thinking about football. I'm not letting Isaiah Pacheco get tackled until it's by a Buffalo Bill or a Miami Dolphin. That's the next time he's getting tackled. It's a generic Prince game. I'm telling you, he needs to. Sunday. He better get 41 carries. 41. Ooh, can you do something for me? <laughs> you know what, Aaron Lab, man? Thank you so much for your <laughs> gifts. I appreciate this, man. This is a great way to start our new year, man. This is a great way, man. Happy to do it. You know what? I'm going to be nicer to you in 2024. You're that's not, my goal, man. Not, no, that's my goal. You're going to give up was, on that resolution like most people. I was like not bad people. today. 
Why can't it just be like this every week? You set the tone. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. I set the tone on the drive. That's, you know what? I can be better. New year, new me. You need to be better. New year, new me. Somebody said Niall Davis. Yes. Whoever your favorite Chiefs running back. Who was that one kid? Cyrus Gray from Texas A&M. We might just name random running backs for the 3 o'clock hour. I don't want to see Isaiah Pacheco get a carry. Not one. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.